Feminism is normalcy bias in current peacetime yep. America, and feminism has no place in the law of the jungle world of the collapse. It's going to get people and innocent kids killed and yep. enslaved. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my partner on this show and partner in life, Glenn Tate. Hello, hello. It is great to be here. It is very nice to be here. I want to give folks a quick overview of our topic. The title of this show is Men and Women Taking Advantage of Each Other in the Collapse, the 2021 version. No one else talks about this kind of stuff. And as you, as a listener of Prepping 2.0, have become accustomed, we talk about preparedness issues nobody else talks about. Um, this is an update of episode three, and we did talk about this in 2018, this very topic. That seems so, so long, long ago. ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the production quality is much better yeah. than it if used to be. If you go back to episode three, you'll be like, wow, they've wow. improved things a little bit. You've come a long way. Yes, we have. Uh, in the after show, and I normally don't mention that, but I'm going to hear because we have three awesome topics in the after show, the after Great. show available to Patreons. Yes. Dan, the food industry guy, which everybody loves, everybody loves, huge, huge uh, response to that. He's going to, he has an update for us. And so we're going to give you that in the after show. We're going to talk about whether it's cowardly to quote, run away from blue states to red states. We have some very strong feelings on that. A lot of you are considering going from blue to red states. Or a lot of you uh, thought about it and in the last week or two are pulling the trigger on that. We're seeing a lot of evidence, a lot of people emailing us. And And our third topic is a plan for Patriot sports fans like me to not have to watch Major League Baseball, the NFL, or the NBA and still get awesome, cool, family-wholesome sports. And that's fun to think about as we go forward into the summer and the warmer season mm-hmm. and hopefully not the riot season. And not the mask season. And that's not huh? considered a sport, by the way. Especially yeah. in Montana. Okay. Not mm-hmm. the... But before we dive into Any that, hoosers. we have a few quick items. Shelby, tell us about the top 100. And uh, boy, is this a... Topic near and dear one. to my heart. Yes, it is. So, top 100 list of things that go quickest in a crisis. You can check out the full list on our website, prepping2-0.com, in the lower right-hand corner, based on the experience of Bosnian survivors of the 1990s crazy, awful collapse. Number eight is manual can openers. Glenn, you might have some thoughts on this. I love manual can openers. Funny story. I wrote about it in 299 Days books about one of the preps that I did. And going to the Olympia, Washington dollar store and getting $1 can openers because obviously you got to have can openers. There's going to be a ton of canned food. Electricity won't work. Blah, blah, blah. It's obvious why you need manual can openers. Get like 10 at a time and save them up. You can hand them out to people. Shelby? But, by the way, we have stood in a gas station in the middle of eastern Washington trying to open a can yeah. of dog food. So yeah. this is, the, the pain With is a real. With <laughs> <laughs> And awful. not a can opener. And the dogs are sitting there slobbering yeah, because exactly. they're so hungry. They can smell it. They just are like, <laughs> when's the food coming? So back to Olympia, Washington dollar store. I go into the dollar store a couple years after writing the book, and I look and I see that all the dollar can openers are missing off the shelf because they all sell out. And I said to the manager, and I really didn't expect much of an answer, I said to the manager, hey, do you find it hard to keep these manual can openers in stock? She said, yeah, it's really weird. We sell more dollar can openers here at the Olympia dollar store than like anywhere else in the region. And I said, huh, it's almost like it was in a book or something and people have come in and acted upon it. Anyway, there you go. So manual can openers. Get them by the bajillions. We what? have a tub of yep. them. We have a tub of them. No kidding. They're great to hand out to people. And they are inventoried they in are our inventory system. <laughs> exactly. I know exactly which tub they're in. That's how prepared we are. Lurkers. Lurkers come out of the shadows. You hear us talk about it all the time, but it's important. Regular show listeners on radio, thank you. YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and I'm probably missing some other ones. Podbean. Um, Rumble. iTunes. Yeah. You get the regular show, and you keep hearing about this awesome after show and all the other stuff available at Patreons. Quit lurking in the shadows. Come on out of the shadows for a whopping $2 a month or $5 a month if you want the video bonus shows. Highly recommended. You can become a Patreon, and you can get the full impact, the full goodness, the full awesomeness, if you don't mind me saying, of Prepping 2.0. So it's a very small amount of money. Everyone that I know that has become a Patreon has said it's a great Great investment. You get more information. So please, lurkers, come out of the shadows. So next thing we want to talk about is one of our great sponsors. We we could not do this show nope. without 
awesome sponsors. And we were just talking about this as we were getting ready to go on the show. Um, one of our past guests, Jared Savick, he yep. is a he and his wife, I should say, are realtors in Kalispell, Montana. And they are preppers themselves. They have a really good idea what it will take to um, put together a good property, whether you want to build it, whether you want to find something. And just to add an extra detail, he is located in Kalispell. Mm-hmm. He deals with all of Montana. Mm-hmm. And um, he also has a really big network. So if you're not thinking Montana's your place. He can find you somebody somewhere else that can help you with that exact thing. You're looking to to take your preps to a different location and to be super prepped. So he and his wife are awesome about that. Um, you can find um, him, Jared and his wife, at the at their website, Seize the Day Montana. And that is Seize the Day MT. Just Google it. You'll find mm-hmm. him. And tell him Glenn and Shelby sent you. Yeah. Let them know that, you know, give us a little shout out so that he knows that um, you heard us here. Quite a few of you have been calling uh, yeah, Jared. Yeah, it's been very nice. Thank you. <laughs> it's really you. cool. He's a good guy. He's really a prepper relocation expert, especially yeah. with Montana, especially Western Montana. If you want to relocate to, I don't know why you would, you know, Vermont, he's not going to be able to help you. But especially within the state of Montana, he's going to try to hook you up. Oh, he's He's, he's gonna, a good dude. He's yeah. not just a guy who's just like selling you houses in subdivisions. I mean, he cares about relocation. Absolutely. Well, let's get into it. This is the main topic, and that is men and women taking advantage of each other in the collapse 2021 edition. As I mentioned in the intro, this is an update of episode three, 2018, which will be in the show notes. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, when we say we're covering something nobody else covered, that's kind of true, but kind of not true. John, who has an amazing YouTube channel called The Prepared Mind that you should definitely subscribe to, he actually first brought this up, so I want to give him credit. Now, we are refining it and expanding upon it, and between the writing we did in 299 Days, my books, and Shelby did in A Great State, we can really kind of amplify this topic and I think give it a really full treatment. Which is great. So the other thing we want to talk about, though, too, is we're going to be generalizing a ton here. Um, Some men out there do bad things. Women out there do bad things. Did you say some or all? I didn't say all. Did you say some? I said some. Yeah, because that's our point. It's a generalization. So when we speak of the genders here, which right there, I I realize in today's culture, we're going to step on some toes. All 52 of them or just two? I don't know. (laughs) But there are tons. So just so you know, we're talking generalities and we're also more, even more so talking human behavior under stressful, stressful, I must survive situations. And we're getting there. And it's weird to think about, going back to what you're saying, yes, go to John at Prepared Mind and watch this, but also watch this. Yeah, it's YouTube. Also go back to our episode three three, and you'll see how so much has changed. That's what I think is. And so much has stayed the same. So much has stayed the same. And yet as we approach more and more decline, these will become more pronounced. These more obvious more to people. More obvious yeah. that that core human behavior that becomes kind of animalistic in a way. So there you go. And when we speak of women here, we are almost always talking about unprepared women. We're not going to say the word unprepared every single time because it'll be a ter- it's terrible radio to do that. So when we speak of women, we almost always mean unprepared women being in bad situations. There are tons of tough homesteading women listening right now who do not have these problems. When we speak of women in general today, we mean suburban or urban, often single women. We mean the general population of women. So that's a really important thing. And here's another important thing when it comes to terms and meanings. If you're a feminist, and by the way, a lot of women, especially general population women, they may not identify as feminists. They may not say I'm a feminist. In fact, most polls show that women hate that term and don't identify. But if you're just living in the normal culture of America, at some level, you are somewhat of a feminist well, just because it's so three common. three generations of yeah. feminism infused in our culture. You almost are, it's so ingrained. It's mm-hmm. almost hard to not... It's hard for an average woman to pull herself out of that and go, oh, my gosh, I've been indoctrinated. I'm not a feminist. Yeah. No, it's really tough. Yeah. And uh, so if you hear if you're a feminist of some degree and if you're not a prepper and maybe if you are a prepper, you might be a feminist to some degree. You're going to hear terms. Oh, this applies to men, too. A lot oh, of men absolutely. have been told feminist stuff. And it, so when we say some things, you're going to maybe get triggered, but just be cool and listen to the whole show and you'll see where we're going. For example, you may hear us say things like many women, 
especially the hundred million or so in this country who are unprepared, need men to protect them and in many cases provide for them. Ah, oh, yikes. Oh, oh this my guy's gosh. Falling. You're going to see where we're headed with that. And we believe this to be true. So don't get triggered. Let's not get hung up. Let's go with content and meaning and not triggering. And that's also... We're, we're just telling you the facts here. Yeah. Feminism, and, and I'm going to say this before I, I know what you're, what the next sentence is in our little dialogue here. Feminism sets up women, yes. in particular, to be completely unprepared. It's designed. It's des- by design. So if you're a feminist and you heard me say that, I'm telling you, you've been duped. Yeah. You, you've been duped to. And your cr- life may depend and on your it. Life your kids' depend- lives right. may depend on it. So we're not it. saying this because this isn't the anti-feminism show. It's like, no, we're giving you the, we're giving it to you. It has put you on this planet and not prepared you for what truly is about to happen in this country. And when I say about to happen, I don't mean tomorrow. I mean in What's our unrolling? lifetimes. Unrolling before us. All right. Feminism is normalcy bias in current peacetime yep. America. And feminism has no place in the law of the jungle world of the collapse. You must, as a man or especially a woman, when it comes to feminism, you must lose normalcy bias and quit thinking of this women can do anything, a man can do thing, because uh, it's going to get people and innocent kids killed and enslaved. And you'll see where we're going with this. That is a big sentence I just said, and it is something I can prove. So right now, the baseline situation that we're living in here in America is peacetime. I think I call it back in episode three, um, and I no longer do that, pristine conditions. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. 2018 was pristine conditions, and then, I don't know, COVID and and the election, and, and, and so I will say peacetime. It's no longer pristine. But there's one word that describes why women are in such a tough position when the collapse system, we just said it, feminism, that whole, you don't need a man, that whole anything. So... Stop there for a moment. Single women. I'm speaking to you in particular right now. And this is what really propelled me to write my books. And you and I had long conversations about it while I was writing my books. I was your literary agent. Yeah, we joked about Let's Mm -hmm. have a literary agent meeting. Mm -hmm. Here's the numbers. Over 50% of children born in the United States are born to single parent households. Well, they're born into mostly a single woman household. Not a lot of men give birth. No. I mean, that's one of the other well, 52 genders. And, maybe, and not but. a lot of women give birth and then turn right. and very quickly give custody to the right. male. That does happen. I don't Why want would to you do, when you right. can get money for Exa- kids? Exactly. Those women are absolutely marketed to and targeted. When they're in the hospital, they're given all the really pretty brochures and pamphlets and sign up um, for Wick. sign up for this, sign up for that. When they go in for their prenatals, they're given all all their prenatal appointments are given all that. Their infants are given voter registration cards. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, that's, Not really. No, now you now put I it out there. Idea. Oh, my word. <laughs> so, and I think about when I was writing my books, which just seems like a lifetime ago. It was only a few years ago. Driving down I-5 in Oregon, the main freeway through Oregon, big billboards, state paid for, tax dollar paid for, encouraging people, women in particular, you have these really cute families and cute little kids. Without dads in the pictures. Without dads in the pictures, get on public assistance. And I remember driving along there thinking, I remember back in the 80s when I was a young adult and a teenager going, it was not a good thing. It was... Frowned upon? It was frowned upon. It was not encouraged. It w- you wouldn't see a billboard like no. that, certainly. A nice, pretty, pristine taxpayer dollar paid for. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, wow, we're actually, we're encouraging it. And I, I remember getting really mad at the state of Oregon. And that's where I really started putting the pieces together. State of Oregon gets federal tax dollars and likes that stream of income, federal tax dollars. There's that nice little tight relationship between the then President Obama <laughs> Sort of the billboard companies, yeah. by the way, who are getting all their stuff oh, rented. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just was mad that instead of encouraging independence, landing on your feet. Right. And then what happens when this all collapses? Yeah, and that's the thing. This will go away. Yes. Obviously, with a collapse, it's going to go away. And a lot of people say, oh, is it going to be some big dramatic thing? Like one day, all of the welfare cards, EBT cards, SNAP cards, they go by various names. Is it all going to be turned off? No, I don't think so. No, Here's my theory. Away at. I don't even know if that'll happen. I don't know if there will be reductions in the amount of benefits. Here's what I do know. And if you can stick around to the after show because you're a Patreon, mm-hmm. you're going to hear the update from Dan, the food industry guy, about inflation. You don't need to cut back the number of dollars. Let's say you get $800 a month for food. And if, uh, I don't know, uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese 
is now $7.50. They don't need to cut down the number of dollars. It's the same number of dollars and it's a whole lot less food. So when this assistance goes away, and I use assistance like in quotes, what it is is dependence. When this goes away, women who are relying on the government, and again, they're marketed to, this is not dissing on women. I would add, you mentioned 50% into single family households. The figure of the number of households that receive a significant amount of government assistance, whether that's SNAP or WIC or Medicaid or a variety of other things, is about 50%. I think there's a huge overlap between single parent female households and this 50%. But still, this is not like single women are the only ones doing this. A A swath of Gen Pop Americans are slightly to largely and somewhere in between dependent on the federal government, which is the heart of this whole thing. It comes crashing down. We spent too much money, blah, 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 because everybody, I hope listening to this, listened to the previous episode, 126, which was on hyperinflation and how all that works with government spending. So here's the thing. So the the assistance either whittles away or stops, whatever. Um, Now all these single women cannot count on the government to take care of them and their kids. Here's an extra bad problem with all of this. This is the overlapping bad problem. Most of these women we're talking about have no skills to make it through a collapse. Do they have skills? Probably. They're probably really good at whatever their job is or whatever it may be. Maybe they're software engineers. Maybe they're whatever they are, but they don't know how to change a tire. Uh, They don't know how to shoot a gun. They don't know how to cook in many cases or even, you know, preserve food or garden or let alone 10 chickens. So they don't have the skills to make it through the collapse, almost none of them have stored up preps. And I highly recommend, and sorry for the like the self-interest financial part of this, please read Shelby's books. It's called The Great State. It's on our website. She describes how a single mom, functionally single mom and a single mom, preps and how hard it is. And you need to understand that what she's talking about, prep single moms, definitely the exception to the rule. So I, again, generalizing, a lot of women... Um, are, who are going to have their government assistance curtailed or, or ended don't have stored up preps. This is why this is a problem. They are at the mercy of someone, used to be the government, they're at the mercy of someone to, quote, take care of them. Well, and let me add this too. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to jump in and give a quick shout out to one of our great sponsors, EMP Shield. Great folks over there. Mm -hmm. They have designed a device that you can connect to your device, generally your home or your car, to prevent an an EMP from disabling it, from frying it, as well as a coronal mass ejection. Yes, those are bad. That's when the sun has big coronal mass ejections and we're going we're about to go through a season mm-hmm. of that according to the science Gotta follow as the well science. As, and we also know that we are at risk for an EMP so great thing you can do over there um, use the coupon code prepping 2.0 and you get $50 off per device which is great mm-hmm. all of our sponsors you can find at our website prepping2-0.com click on friends and affiliates so what I wanted to add something though yes. to what you were saying um, when we talk about kind of the inflation effect and um, how that will make it so that WIC and assistance isn't doesn't go as far. Yes. I think we're kind of also going into a season of that. And here's an update from the previous show. We have right now currently happening in our in our government agency, our, our federal government, basically a once a month stimulus check, <laughs> which is starting to feel like the government is giving a paycheck every month to people yes and it's going to be incredibly costly we talked about that in the last show and it's going to absolutely cause inflation to be what we talked about in the last it's show. increasing dependence yes and it's increasing dependence and as long as we keep lockdowns going especially in blue states we've talked about that it's it's just getting untenable so the other thing i wanted to talk about please yes Read my books if you haven't, because I wrote that for th- to to absolutely the audience of single women who are moms. And may I sorry to interrupt the other audience for this, and this is big. Yes, is people preppers who have single women in their families or extended families yep. or friends or neighbors, because when you're a totally squared away self reliant prepper, candidly, it's hard to understand the situation that single women are in. Think about in your lives, your 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 niece or your sister, whatever it may be that is in this situation, coming to your house in a collapse situation saying, take care of me. You need to understand what's going on. And, it, and there's no better way, in my opinion, 
than reading a great state books. Well, and, and let me add this. One cool thing, and I want to give a quick shout out to the fans, especially the female fans. Yes, you are female. You were born that way. Have reached out to me and said, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am, I am Julie. Main character and, in the book. Or the men out there who have handed my books to the women in their lives. Yes. And they're on now you, on board. Yes. That is exactly why I wrote these books. So thank you. So when we say there's not many out there, I, I almost want to correct you going, no, I've gotten all the emails. They, they are out there. They're amongst us. And they are hearty, amazing mm-hmm. women. So good on you. Keep on prepping, ladies. Men, good job. Good job handing them these books. Well, our next topic in all of this, and we'll talk about it for a few minutes and then go into the break, but all the really good stuff's after the break, so you're going to need to keep listening, right? Yes. That's how we do it, unintentionally. Um, The next topic is how women will take advantage of men. I will be kind of spearheading this topic because- And I will do my best to not interrupt you. No, no, you'll you'll chime in because you've got some good stuff with us. Here's the thing nobody ever really thinks about is how women, some women, some unprepared women could take advantage of men. Let's start off with the um, the silly notion that I've seen some men have, and it is very common in prepper fiction, not mine and not yours, Shelby, but in other prepper fiction. And it's this idea, and it really appeals to men who maybe don't have a woman in their life, candidly, maybe don't really even have a sex life. They think, well, I'm a prepper. I have so much food. I'll have plenty of girlfriends. I'll have a harem. This whole harem idea is really annoying. Guys... Um, As you'll hear, as I describe how women can take advantage of men in these situations and really mess everything up, I think if you have this crazy notion that I got 100 MREs, so I got 100 girlfriends, um, you're going to hear this and say, maybe that's not the best plan. So here we go. The standard situation is, and let's assume you're a single prepper man, and we're going to talk about this as a married prepper man later, but as a single prepper man, you get a knock on the door. Um, and assume this is a stranger, not a relative. And there is a woman, let's say 30 years old, has a couple kids, um, and she says, I need help. Well, if you're in the whole, I got a bunch of girlfriends mode, then your motivation is that, which is dumb, as explained later. Let's say that's not your motivation. Let's say you're just a really good man, right? And it's going to be hard to turn her away, especially, and you're not even in it for sex, but it's going to be hard to turn her away because she's in need and she has kids. Kids are the thing. And that hits right at the male DNA. Yeah. We're supposed to, we're supposed to take care of this stuff. Um, you will probably feel compelled to help her before you let her in. And by the way, try to think of solutions maybe other than your house, right? I mean, hopefully there are others that can take her in. Maybe a house run by a prepper woman so you don't have any of these bad motivators that are on men's minds. Um, So I'm just like, I'm not suggesting you just slam the door or anything like that. But here's what you need to think about, men. Um, You need to think about the possibility. And again, The woman knocking at your door might be the nicest, most wonderful, non-manipulative person on on the planet. But when she gets hungry, and especially, ding, 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 emphasis, her kids get hungry, people start doing weird stuff, and they go into survival mode, and you're going to see this throughout the collapse. Nice people, after about 72 hours of anger and fear are going to become very, very hungry. And we're going to stop right there and come back in the break. More of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. 
Numana comes in family style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to newmana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself and save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. (laughs) Coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Old, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. Shelby Gallagher here. Woo, we got right up, we got right up to a break Woo. there, and we had to kind of stop Glenn in a train of thought. Keep going there, Glenn, with your thoughts. So we were talking about, if you're joining us late, how women can take some women can take advantage of men in a collapse. And here, and we went through this. Here's here's what can happen, intentionally or not. It's women, woman, and her kids can consume all your preps. Um, not everybody has five years worth of food for a bunch of guests. If you were a normal prepper with a normal amount of food, you probably didn't count on, you know, attractive women coming to your house with kids and having to take care of them. You probably didn't plan for that. So they can consume all your preps, which is a problem. Here's another thing. And here's where feminists are going to get triggered. So, oh, well, I think (laughs) that ship has sailed. (laughs) That's right. Some women can, especially under stressful conditions, can get in what I would call catty disputes. The neighbor. I don't really like that guy's attitude. I don't really like his wife's attitude. They look at us weird. They think that we're, I don't know, sponging off you, whatever it is. I mean, and it happens again, some women, not all. And these catty disputes are more than annoying. Uh, They can lead to the woman saying to the man, hey, you need to go over and tell the neighbors that they're bad people and that I hate them. And you're thinking to yourself, uh, the neighbors are how we get our drinking water. So I'm disinclined to do that. It can get worse. It can be this person I hate. Let's say the woman dislikes another woman. Um, You know, I'm going to give her the what for and tell her this. And now all of a sudden, you're not just in an awkward social position. The, The man from that other house comes over and now you get in a fist fight. This is a problem. Again, when stress levels are amped up, you don't see a ton of this in peacetime conditions, but we're not talking about peacetime conditions. Here's another way that just, I don't know, um, unsolicited, gratuitously, unthinkingly bringing a woman into your your prep situation is a problem. Let's say, and again, there's no rule of law in this situation, so people are going to be horrible. Probably not you, but a lot of other people. Let's say there's a guy in, I'll say, the cul-de-sac next year's or the property next year's, and he decides, wow, 
that woman over there at that other place. Yeah, I want her. I'm going to go take her. Now you've got, at best case scenario, a regular old neighbor. Worst case scenario, the gang guy <laughs> who runs the place coming over to your house. And now you've got to get in a gunfight over a woman that maybe you should have thought this through. Does this happen often? No, not even in bad collapse. Can it happen? Oh, yes. Oh, I think it'll happen more than people think. It most certainly can. And here's another reason why having sort of gratuitously unthought out invitations to a woman and her kids to come over to your place. Again, be charitable. Please have a plan for charity. I'm, I, I can't stress that enough. But as I say, unthinkingly inviting a woman into your situation. Um, and feminists are going to get ultra triggered at this one. But here goes. Men are going to need to be making hard decisions. And yes, input from everybody is appreciated. I think better, for example, when Shelby's involved, Shelby and I together make some incredibly good decisions and come up with some amazing stuff. And it's a team effort. But that's probably not going to be the case with this near stranger who knocked on your door. It's pr they're probably not going to be as simpatico as Shelby and I. So and I say men are going to have to make big decisions. And that's when it comes to things like this. Are we going to attack the gang that's about to attack us? Are we going to go kill people? Are we going to go possibly get killed? Big time stuff. And I'm just going to say it out loud. The opinions of your recent housemate who knows nothing, who came from the suburbs and has never dealt with violence. Uh, those opinions are unhelpful because mm. they're probably going to be something like this. Oh, don't hurt people. Use your words. Don't use oh, your guns. So it's probably going to be that kind of stuff. Listen, guys, you don't need that noise when you're having to make this big, big decision. You do not need the distraction. You do not need the distraction. So that's another problem um, that can happen from this. So let me illustrate some of the women taking advantage of men from my book series, 299 Days. And then Shelby's going to talk about and an different perspective and a good one, by the way, on women taking advantage of men in her book series, A Great State. My book series, and I'm not going to give any spoilers because these are kind of minor characters, to be quite honest. Angie and Dennis. Angie is a beautiful woman, a young lady, um, late 20s, early 30s. She's based on a real person in my mind. And Angie uh, is an art student at the local college, has no skills. Um, and she gets hungry when this collapse happens. She finds her way to a Patriot farm. It's not Pierce Point where most of the story occurs. It's, in, it's the Prosser farm, the other place where they're doing just fine because they're farming and, <laughs> and they're patriots and they're not dependent on the government. There's a guy there named Dennis who's not a real good looking guy. Dennis mm -hmm. is based on a real guy am I, that I know. And um, I changed the name for all my friends listening to this show. It's yeah, not Dennis. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Dennis. <laughs> Thanks for cutting in line that one time. Now I got even with you. You're an ugly guy in a book. Anyway, any hoosers. Dennis is smitten. Here's a very beautiful woman. He's, he's like, oh, my goodness, a pretty girl likes me. This is awesome. So he takes her in, and everybody around Dennis, his family and everybody, they know what's they going get on. It. And they're like, they're, they're not going to say anything because they're like, oh, my gosh. Dennis is so happy. I don't want to crush his soul. So Angie... And is she a horrible person? No, she's trying to survive. And there, and Dennis is Dennis is volunteering in this. It's not like anyone's twisting Dennis's arm, right? That's the key thing. So Angie sticks around until the situation stabilizes. That's the spoiler alert, I guess. And then Angie just takes off. Dennis is crushed. He's heartbroken. The rest of his life, he mopes around as a broken man because he finally understands he was completely used. Shelby, talk about this topic as it and the characters in a great state because if you had to choose ladies and gentlemen listening between starting Shelby's three book series or my 10 book series I'm going to say start her three yeah, book series less of an investment I got to be honest with you so buy her this, books yeah especially if this is kind of your your interest if your interest has been peaked so two characters in the, and they come out predominantly in book two but you got to read book one is the sister set it's it's a pair of women Mandy and Jody they are um they're not likable no 
But they are together. They're very um, one-minded, almost like a tw- they're sisters. But I tried to do almost like a tw- that twin thing, um, and nobody likes them. They're the they are feminists. They are they are all the things but that they're attractive, so they get a lot of male get, attention. And they know it. Yep, women like that know that they can use their looks. They're batting their eye, and it's straight out of high school, but it works. Yeah, and, folks, it still works today. Feminism. <laughs> Doesn't talk about this very much, but women do this all the time and they know they can do it and it's almost expected. So they use their good looks. They use, you know, fake charm. And they're like Hooters waitresses. Hi, guys. You want to order oh, some it's, chicken and, wings? And they get what they need. They're not prepared, but they figure as they go through their collapse, they figure out how to get what they need and um, they manipulate men. They actually get manipulated by men, and it makes you angry. And these, they, they are this. Pair, and I'm trying not. There's a big spoiler at the end of book two. Zip ties. I when you hear me and see me talk about zip ties on social media, you'll see why. Anyway, we're not going to give that away. Um, <laughs> but I want you to. I I specifically used them as well as other characters to show how women can be manipulated and how they manipulate. I wanted to really show you the gender roles. Book two in particular is big on that. Um, There's a couple of evil dude characters. Really evil. Really evil. And there's also the, the guys that are honorable. And then there's those that you'd love to hate. So I want you to know, I spent a lot of time thinking through the gender roles in this collapse. And I, I will say this, Mandy, or yeah, Mandy and Jody, I almost said Amanda, and that's not it. Um, Mandy and Jody use that, use those skills to get tools, to get, to get things they need to conduct their collapse. They get justice implements from a hardware store. Let's just and say that. And their payment is not cash. Nope. Because that's what a collapse looks like, isn't it? So I encourage you to, to think about that if you, if you haven't read my books use that grid if you have read my books think about that grid i i was very specific on this when i wrote that it was very intentional i should say when i wrote these books for that reason you have a thought to get a full understanding of this unusual topic that most people have never thought about to be honest and this really important topic that affects just about everything in a prepper's world whether you're single or married prepped or unprepped this topic affects you it cuts across all the lines it does all of humanity needs to understand this issue. The best source for understanding this issue is the A Great State books, especially book two. So, and so then now I'm going to take my turn. Is it I my think turn? you should. Okay, so I, I want to add to what you were just saying. Folks, I don't care how many books you've read on feminism. I don't care how many classes on sociology you've taken. <laughs> the rules change in a collapse. <clears throat> and here's a really good update on this. And I was thinking about this as you were talking, Glenn, the border crisis at our southern border, yeah. men, I, I'm sorry, women and children are being used as pawns to get across the border. And a lot it's, of children, once they get on this side of the border, yeah, they're are being, being sold. used. Yeah, they're being. Yeah. So this is that's just a version of what we're talking about. Women and children. And we say that again, are being used to create a collapse and, and to stress the system. And they're being used as pawns. That's what will happen in a collapse. So trafficking is a big one. Human trafficking. Where I got my inspiration when I wrote my books was specifically on, I'm going to say it wrong, the country to in, in South America, Venezuela? Uh, Venezuela. Yeah, this bunch of pronunciations. Yeah. So, because, trust me, I get your emails that correct me and how I say Not it. Not mine, listeners. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't that. correct my wife. No, you're Why smart. I think I'm stupid. I, there were several articles that I posted at the time, especially when I was writing book three out on social media. I don't, I'm not going to go finding them. Educated women, women who have PhDs in science. Um, educators, doctors, professionals. Once uh, Venezuela Venezuela collapsed. I think that's closer, Venezuela. Venezuela. Venezuela collapsed. Their jobs are gone. Their ability to make money and to provide for their children is gone. They were prostituting themselves to feed their children. And sadly, the next step beyond that, if you can't, if that doesn't work, you're now going to have to prost- you You are faced with the, de- the possible decision of prostituting your children so that you can eat. That's, that's a pretty far down the collapse train. But ask the people at the southern, the women at the southern border, what are their choices right now? What are your thoughts? 
everyone listening to this, and I mean every single mm-hmm. person listening to this, ask yourself this. Would you like to take some easy, reasonable, moderate prepping steps now? Right. Or would you rather face the possibility? I'm not saying the certainty. I'm saying face the possibility of prostituting yourself or or somebody you know has to prostitute themselves. And then obviously the line in the sand is prostituting kids. Do you want to risk a situation where kids need to be sold into sexual slavery? And the answer to that better be no or quit listening to the show. Because that's what that's what our our message was in in episode three and episode nine. Right now is the time to put preparations in place so that you don't have to make that choice. So then and I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it one step further than yes. that. We were talking about preparations that you the listener can take to prevent this. I can do one better than that. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about preparations so that you or people you know don't have to be in this horrible situation. Here's here's the next level. The the 2.0 level of that thought is the following. Buy yourself some gold, primarily yes. gold, silver would be okay. My theory and I'm pretty sure I'm right about this is that a one ounce gold piece, which is currently worth about 2,000 bucks and in a collapse will be worth 20 or $30,000. You can redeem, and let's be honest, you can buy a kid. Yep. You can buy a kid for a one ounce piece of gold. And you can save their life. And you can save their life and you can take them in and you can heal them and you can protect them. And that's where the Christian message, when we go back to, oh, I mean, yeah. How would you like to be able to, because I know I would, be able to when you die and have to account for your life and God asks you, what did you do with the time and the treasure and the gifts that I gave you? And one of the things you can say is I took $2,000 that I was going to spend on something stupid and I bought an ounce of gold and I saved a kid. How about that for an answer? So think about it. So let me let me change that a little bit. So while you all think about it, first of all, I need to jump in and give a quick shout out to one of our great sponsors, Katie Armour. Katie is spelled C-A-T-I, stands for Come and Take It Armor. If you go to their website, again, you can find it over on our website, but go to their website, use the coupon code GRANT at checkout, and you can get 10% off your order of personal body armor. That's what they specialize in. And I encourage people, think about personal body armor because... Hmm, You're going to be in some gunfights. Yeah, they think there's... Well, there has been in our streets gunfights, and we have a federal government that is talking about banning, banning personal uh, body, uh, armor. body armor. So I encourage you to check out Katie Armor. Um, we've gotten great feedback from our fans saying that, um, well, they had a kind of a glut or kind of a backlog in their shipping, and they've solved that, so we're excited about that. And may I add to that, I would like to go and talk about the other sponsors we have, because the next topic we're going to talk about is the solution to all of this. No, I want to add something, though. Okay. But keep going. You'll add something, yep. and then we'll do the solution. Yep. I don't want to break that you up. You bet. Numana makes freeze-dried food in bulk portions. Numana, N-U-M-A-N-N-A. Think of it as new manna from heaven, but instead of N-E-W, it's N-U. Coupon code PREP, lowercase, gets you 10% off. Backwoods Home, which is an amazing quarterly. Love them. I was going to say a magazine. It's really a reference piece. Use the code 6, number 6, off, and you get $6 off. And then our good friends at Minutemen Coffee, who give a, they have the I Miss America blend, I don't want to brag. But it's an awesome coffee. Bragging. We have our own. We have our own brand of coffee. I'll tell you what. When uh, Joel, my son, the friends come around and they see and they see the coffee because we have some on our shelf. They're like, "What? You have your own blend of coffee?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're that cool." <laughs> Not to be topping you, but I must say, 299 Days has its own brand of AR-15s that are no longer okay, being made. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. The 17th Irregulars AR-15. Anyway, Minuteman Coffee's kind of yeah. awesome. Minuteman Coffee is like an AR-15 for your energy level. There you go. See what I did go there? Go to their website, use the code IMISSAMERICA, and you'll get 15% off all of these folks. You can find them at our website, prepping2-0.com, under Friends and Affiliates. So one thing add I want to... Add your point, dear. I do want to add my point... And I hope I still have it. Um, women, women having to sell their kids. When I wrote my books, not only is there the Mandy and Jody example of women, there's three different situations where characters mm. are faced with possibly human trafficking, child trafficking, and it is and it is not pretty at all. And I wanted to make it very clear when things are collapsing, when there's no police. When there's no law enforcement, 
And gangs are running and everything. gangs are running everything. Sound familiar? Portland, mm-hmm. San Francisco, mm-hmm. Seattle, New York. When that happens, the it's it's like picking the lowest hanging fruit. And that's always going to be the most vulnerable. I, I'm sorry to say. And that will be women and children. And the and when you have our government trying to make us more vulnerable by taking away Second Amendment rights, by taking away our right to have body armor, that's where we get concerned. So um, you wanted to add something, um, the solution. Yeah. Here's the solution in our mind. And again, feminists, get ready to flip out. But frankly, you quit listening a long time ago, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I don't care what you think because you this destroyed this country, so and get mad at me. If you're a feminist, again, I and you're still listening <laughs> First yeah. of all, thank you. But just know, again, feminism is all it has done is 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 faked you out that you're mm-hmm. that you can function in this world. I'm telling you right now, when there's no law and order, and all all of those those platitudes go away, and now we're under jungle law. The solution, in our opinion, is marriage. Oh my goodness, did you just say this? Not just any Isn't marriage. Isn't that like a Christian thing? Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Well, it's not just a Christian thing. It's actually a thing throughout the world. It's our throughout different values. Times in history. It's the rule and the exception to the rule is not being married. Anyway, here's what we mean. Just any marriage? No. Marriage to a good prepper. Now, what I mean by that is one of the two of you, preferably both, but one of the two of you is a prepper with a prepper mindset and and hopefully prepper skills and prepper stuff like food. Uh, both of you don't need to be preppers. Although, can I just tell you from experience, my first marriage. It's nice when they're both. Both anyway. So, marriage. Here's why marriage solves these problems. And again, it has to be to a good man or woman. And how you figure that out is up to you. We we don't have many ideas. Actually, we have a couple, but they're not complete ideas. Women won't need. A stranger man, you know, like some random dude. You won't you won't need to knock on the door. You have no idea who's on the other side of that door. It could be one of these 100 MREs, 100 girlfriend guys. You don't need that. could be a sex trafficker for all you know. Mm-hmm. could be a gang guy. You don't need any of this, ladies. You won't need an unknown man to provide what you need to have provided because you're unprepared. And you have no skills. Okay. So you won't need that by marrying a good prepper. Well, and putting your, when you, if you are having to face the decision of, of putting your safety into someone that you do not trust and has not earned that trust, who? Horrible. Horrible idea. Number two, why marriage? And when, so that was the, the focus on what it's in it for women to, to be in mm-hmm. a good prepper marriage. Here's what's in it for men. And it's just as important, guys. If you're married, uh, to, you know, good prepper woman, you won't be tempted by little Miss Cutie Cakes. You will not be tempted and you won't be in a position of making terrible, terrible decisions. Enough said about that. What are some ways for preppers to meet future spouses? Um, these that, That's what I was saying. These are not complete ideas. I don't think this necessarily gets it done, but we're going to point you in some directions. First of all, PrepperNet. Mm. PrepperNet.com is not a dating website. It's a prepper meetup matching website where you don't have to give out your your individual private. You can remain anonymous, blah, blah, blah. PrepperNet.com. Look for it. Meet preppers. And then once you meet preppers, because that's the most important thing, you might find out some of them are single and you may go from there. Well, Another, uh, mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Our main point here, again, we're not doing the match, you know, PrepperMatch.com. The primary focus is to find people you can rely on during a collapse. Excuse me, I have something in my throat. Not to find a mate. That mm-hmm. could happen. It may develop. If you're going to go to PrepperNet.com, you need to be finding people in your community that you can link up with and you can develop that trust. The name of the website is PrepperNet, not HookupNet. Okay, exactly. So it's all about prepping. Another thing that I found, which has been a great resource for me just to learn stuff, there's a Facebook page called Christian Homesteaders and Preppers. Christian Homesteaders and Preppers. Obviously, Christian, and it's and it's highly female. I'd say three quarters of the posts are done by females, some of whom are single, but that's up to you. But at least there's one thing. Well, and, and that right there should show, when you see some of the things that they post, those oh, solid women. Yeah, solid, solid women. Guys, you could not go wrong with a woman like the women on Christian Homesteaders and Preppers. Probably the best place is church, enough mm-hmm. said. I mean, you think prepping's more important than the the man-woman part? 
God is more important than all of this. So there's a thing. Uh, I encourage that. And then I will say this. We have about another minute mm-hmm. left in the regular show, and then we're going to talk about some cool stuff in the after show. Now, this is going to offend feminists. As we're you know, to, I don't yeah, care. That ship has sailed. Ladies, in particular, I have an idea for you to find good prepper men. There might be some jerks there, too, but at least it's a start. Go to a gun store. Here's why. There are tons of dudes in gun stores. And may I just say, and Shelby's okay with me saying this because I've said it before and she's not got mad, so we'll test this out again. Ladies, your hotness number on a scale of 1 to 10 goes up two solid points by simply being in a gun store. If you're a 6 and you're in a gun store, you're an 8, ladies. And I'm just being brutally honest. Men in gun stores, they see a woman who's interested in guns and wow, that's a great starting point. Now, right. do your do your due diligence and do your vetting. There's some guys in gun stores that are big jerks. Well, Take I, us out, I dear. Was, well, um, I was going to say, g- gals in gun stores. If you're if you're looking at firearms, you're good. You're going to get hit on. You just yes. are. You're going and there's going to be some inappropriateness there. So, um, you women, just be cool and just know that. You may have to weed through some inappropriate things, and we've talked about that, um, that sometimes guys say jerky things in gun stores. Um, I will say this, though, too. Um, to add to your list, um, church is a great place, but also women, yes, we need to find men that we can partner up with, that we can team up with is a good way to, but the, the onus starts with you if if you're and I and I would joke about this when you and I first got to know each other how I would joke about I'm looking around looking for you know I'm in a I I remember I'm in a restaurant where some some creepy thing was happening I'm looking around and kind of power went out oh don't even it's a long story I can talk about in the after Mm -hmm. show but basically in this whole scoop I'm looking around going okay who's a who here is a warrior no one it's on me if this goes south I'm the one. I'm the one probably carrying a firearm right now. I'm the one that's got the circumspect. Everyone else is still eating. Everyone else is playing on their phones. We Wasn't have there a, some guy in like a rabbit costume? He was, there's like two a Furby guys. Or some it was crazy like some thing. Furby weirdos and the light and, and sirens are going. It was bad. I'll talk about it in the after show. But and the, the point of that being women, there may be times you have to be the warrior and you can do it. It's it's very difficult and it's hard to but be as much as a warrior as you can build and that builds up your skills and your credibility and your street credibility so that when you do partner with that person, you're even more solid. And I'll add this, men, there's nothing more attractive, at least to a real decent man, than a woman who's prepared to take care of herself. Ladies and gentlemen, we say this every week, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. From Benjamin Franklin, take care, everyone. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.